Hey everybody, this is Wei Ting here, and I'm about to play for you the first portion of our Black Panther Wakanda Forever spoiler review. If you enjoy this podcast, and if you want to hear the whole thing, simply sign up at postwrestlingcafe.com. $6 a month gets you through the door. But those of you listening on Apple Podcasts, if you don't really know how Patreon works, you don't really want to go over there, uh, you can actually stay with an Apple Podcast. And in fact, we're even going to give you a seven-day free trial. So simply go to your Apple Podcast app, go to Library, and then you can go over to Post Wrestling, and then you can find the Try Free button under Post Wrestling Cafe. That gets you a seven-day free trial. Uh, and if you enjoy all these shows, we hope you stick around and you sign up. So that is it. Enjoy the podcast. See you later. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to MCU Later. It is a very, very special edition of MCU Later, where we are here to talk about a movie and not a TV show, of which there seems to be an endless supply lately. But here at WH, we're here to talk about one thing and one thing only, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. First of all, how are you? I'm good. Wait, I, I'm, I'm so excited. It's, you know, two days away, and I'm, I'm getting on a plane to Newark, New Jersey. I'm going to... Spend some time with people from the UK, people from Pennsylvania, from Chicago, from New York City. It's, it's going to be exciting. And who else? Who who knows who else from where else coming to you know QXT nightclub on on the nineteenth to attend the post wrestling fifth anniversary? Yeah, it's it, it, forget Wakanda. It is it's going to be Newark forever. Okay, that is the true convening God, place I hope of not. all the realms. All the uh, all the mysterious lands as we do battle uh, for the fifth anniversary of post wrestling. Um, of course, you and I are not going to be the only people here to do this review. Of course, you and Rich were set to do this with uh, Scrump, um, and I just barge my way in because right. I'm like I am the king shit here. Okay, everybody, like you can't do a show without a me. Literal right? like shoehorn. That's what your name, new nickname, <laughs> should be the, the shoehorn waiting. So let's welcome on the original people that were set to, to lead lead this thing. Of course, the wonderfully talented man who has been holding MCU later down while I've been away on paternity leave, Rich Finn. Welcome to the show, Rich. Thank you, guys. Welcome. I appreciate being welcome and looking forward to see you all this weekend at the anniversary show. Yes, that is correct. I'm looking forward to um, meeting you in person for the very first time, Me too. Uh, as well as uh, hearing some of your thoughts today for Wakanda Forever. But also joining the two of you, or the three of us, I should say, Scrump from Pro Wrestling Tees. Welcome, Scrump. Leaky Talokan. Leaky Talokan, all right? The people, his people do not call him general. They do not call him king. They call him Scrump, host of the PWT cast. And that's me and my little buddy, uh, Tanook, over here. Goodness. Already throwing in the, the, the war of words here. <laughs> uh, it's all love here. All love. Welcome so much, Scrump. I'm so excited to have you on this particular show and getting to speak to you about the MCU. Uh, but we are not done here. We have one more guest to bring on. And as always, uh, we we welcome this man's thoughts about anything and everything to do with pro wrestling, but especially for me when it comes to comic book movies and especially this one. Welcome, everybody. Brother Nate Milton to MCU Later. You already know what it is, Wei Ting. It's, it's a privilege and an honor to be here with this fine selection of people. But, you know, I, I didn't want to start this review off on a contentious note, but 
Scrump, Scrump took it there, so I got to go there with him. Oh, you know, you, 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 you coming out here representing <laughs> Tala Khan, you know, it's, it's Wakanda uh, forever, uh, my guy. To be it's, fair, I've, I've also, I'm, I, there's two kings I'm repping right now, like, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, I got my boy Pacha here riding shotgun. My wallet, my money drips vibranium. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come down a little bit with saying I know you don't want this to turn into a, a international incident, but it, it's good to be here with you and WH and brother scrump and of course my favorite bald-headed demon the good brother whoa. rich fame <laughs> whoa well see i was ready to bring the peace because i said while we're here on post grounds we can call this the people's republic of Talaconda mm-hmm. and just put them together mm-hmm. <sighs> okay it. i feel it i feel new, it. Is new t-shirt i smell the people's republic of uh Talaconda. Works for me. Works for me. Well, well I mean, hey, you're the guy who prints the shirt. So, I mean, you know, that's all. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'll let you figure that one out. Um, thank you guys all for being here. I'm so excited uh, to have uh, the five of us be able to kind of give our thoughts on, you know, what I would consider to be a very important movie for for all of us. But um, specifically um, this time, I want to maybe get away from sort of the recap deal. For one thing, I don't think any of us wanted to hold a notepad while we we're watching this movie. For two, this is, of course, a spoiler review. So we are expecting you to have already seen it. Unless you're John Pollock and you don't care about spoilers, then uh, hello, John. And just, uh, you know, we're going to spoil it away for you. But we're here to talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and we have a lot to talk about. So let's just dive right in and get some of our general thoughts about this movie. Uh, Let's go around the horn here clockwise. W.H. Park, what did you think about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? I really liked it, actually. I thought as a film, just as a standalone, like if you look at it as a film, I think it's actually much stronger than the first black Panther film. I think the writing was taken to a different level. I, I really felt like I could connect with a lot of the characters and how they felt. And I had to say, like, I think the performances were just at another level, particularly Angela Bassett and Letitia Wright were exceptional in, in their performances, but like everyone in this film was fantastic and then and i didn't think there was any weak spots in terms of the story or the or the performances and i just liked the direction of this film and like how it was structured and 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 overall and i just thought and you know if we're talking about spoilers the mid credit scene i thought you know solved was the best kind of compromise you could make to the people who want you know a t'challa to be the the black panther and those people who don't want the ca- the role recast. So I when I saw that scene, I and I had and I went in cold. I had no idea that it was going to happen. I was just like, you know what? I'm okay with with this this solution. Rich fan, what did you think of Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? I I loved it. I, I thought that that there was a creativity. I think to WH's point, we found a lot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe when a director gets a second or even third bite at the apple. They get to bring a little bit more of their personality, a little bit more within the system they had been maybe a little bit uncomfortable in the first time around. And I think that reflected in this movie. I put this up here with Winter Soldier as mm-hmm. far as a movie that had a lot of dynamics and a director that knew where they wanted to go and painted a picture that I think a lot of times people didn't want to see. Just like with Winter Soldier, you don't want to hear that everything you know is a lie. And I think one of the biggest themes from this is the biggest bad was the United States. And I don't think people were ready for that to be the conversation we had in a Marvel movie, specifically post Endgame. And so I thought that was brilliant. I think to the recast T'Challa, 
movement. I will say movement because here at post, I try to be nicer than I am at times on Twitter. Um, having the replacement of the young man, I actually had a, uh, I don't know if we can share it, but I have for later a picture from secret wars where T'Challa is coming out with, uh, Namor, which is his name. His mama gave him that name or he gave it from the street. So I'm going to use it, uh, especially since my wife, if she hears it like three times, like Beetlejuice, she might pop in and see if he's here, um, <laughs> which I, I just need to take it aside. I'm going to, before I hand off the sticks, if anyone knows WH Park, you know, he's a good dude, except for when he finds out that your spouse may or may not be interested in the, the king, sovereign king of the sea, in which case he sends all sorts of paraphernalia to your house. Fish did, sticks. Did, did, did she like, get the life size cutout I sent to her office yet? Of uh, She Namor? is currently at her office at 10 o'clock at night. So she might be signing I for it right was now. A case, but yeah. apparently she might just be trying to slide in the Namor's DM. Mm-hmm. So that's where my life is right now. Mm-hmm. And let's keep going here. Nate Milton, what did you think of Wakanda Forever? I really dug it, y'all. I really dug it. I had the exact same reaction, the exact same thought coming out of Wakanda Forever that I did out of the original Black Panther. It was just in a different context. So after the first Black Panther, you know, coming out of the theater, I'm jazzed. I'm hyped. You know what I'm saying? All the stars are shining, Wei Ting. And, and, and the first words out of my mouth when I walk out of the theater is like, damn, they did it. After this movie, I'm walking out of the theater. I'm like, man, they did it. And so I think we have to give a lot of credit to this team, man. Ryan Coogler, you know, the cast, the crew, you know, costume designer, everybody, because I do not feel that there has been any blockbuster franchise, and folks can fact check me if they want, that has had to bear so much weight than Black Panther. So the first Black Panther, and, you know, Scorpion and I will probably talk about this at some point in the future, uh, you know, the first Black Panther not only had to be a good Marvel movie, it had to bear the weight of the first big blockbuster featuring a cast primarily of Black folks, right? And it had to bear the hopes and the dreams of, you know, folks from other communities that wanted they shot too. You know what I mean? So, like, do we get Shang-Chi? Do we get Miss Marvel? Do we see our boy Namor in Black Panther 2, if not for the success of Black Panther 1? And then when you get to this one, they've got a lot to do. They've got to give the audience and themselves, you know, time to grieve the loss of Chadwick Boseman. But we've also got to, you know, set up a lot of stuff. We've got to close out phase four, and we got to get stuff ready for the next phase. And so I think Man, they they did a great job of kind of walking that tightrope because it it is not easy what Ryan Coogler has been asked to do over the course of these two films. And I I felt all the emotions, you know, during this. I was happy, I was sad, I was I was frustrated at some choices, but not in a way like, oh, that was stupid. Why did you do that? But like, damn, I'm feeling the emotions you want me to feel, Ryan Coogler. And it's it's a very different Marvel movie, but I think it might be one of my favorite Marvel movies, at least in the immediate aftermath of it. Skunk. Uh, so I definitely enjoyed this one. I, again, to the fact that they introduced someone as cool as to Cuerta's version of Namor, because mm-hmm. again, prior to this, it's uh, Michael Pena's, um, total politically correct version and Hispanic representation that there's nothing wrong with it, you know, whatsoever. But, um, I was more just going into it, wanting to look at that because, 
again, like, you know, like Nate was saying, you, you really get the one chance and, you know, it's, they're already changing the character as it is. And it's people are already going to be upset regardless, you know, because it's not the exact same version off the comic books that they're seeing on the screen. They're already going to go in with their arms crossed. And I, you know, to me, he was my favorite part. Um, like they're just saying, like Angela Bassett, you know, she, ooh, does she fucking bring it? Like she, not that she never doesn't deliver, but with this in particular, like even though they, like in the trailers, you know, the, they show the scene where, you know, she's talking about like everyone she's lost. Like it did not take away from how powerful of a scene that, you know, it is when, you, you know, you see it within context. Um, I was distracted a bit by Letitia Wright only because like, mm. it, you know, I don't like, I'm all separate the art from the artist, but like not when you're not when you're being goofy like that, you know? So it was a little distracting, but she was fine. Like I, again, like I did not really see any weak points in this movie. Like this movie, again, the first time, first time black Panther comes around, it already has a hard enough task. The second time it's like, it didn't matter if you recasted him, if you didn't recast him, the people were going to scrutinize this film one way or another. And I think there was a perfect balance of, you know, we're still moving forward. We're still going to, to try and appease the people who are going to be, you know, a little bit side-eyed about like, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe they can't do it a second time. But like, I mean, Nay and I talked about it. Like Ryan Coogler just does not miss. And again, with this, the worst job in the world, he had the worst job in trying to, you know, put back, Hey, you know, you guys can all grieve your friend and, and it, we understand, but we got a release date. Like this has to come out. And, you know, again, like let's not pretend that wasn't sort of how, you know, Kevin Feige and them did move up the date, but at the end of the day, they are a business and like they needed this out either by a certain time. And like, it didn't, it didn't feel that way. Like it didn't feel like a rushed property. It didn't feel like, um, you know, to sort of just like cutesy for the sake of being cutesy. Like it was more of like an emotional, like, you know, there was a lot of scenes where it's just like, Ooh, man, that was quite the gut punch. And again, I think everyone in the cast deserves like, you know, deserves their flowers because again, the giant elephant in the room is, you know, Chadwick Boseman isn't there. And I think there's enough in the movie where you, you forget, you know, people put on good enough performances that, you know, you're not sitting there wondering, but when is, you know, when is T'Challa going to come in? Because again, there are enough people in there pulling their weight and, you know, like distracting you from the fact that we lost our king. I echo a lot of your guys' sentiments, you know, in particular with, I think, how impressed I was with the job that was ultimately done with this film, considering the insurmountable circumstances. Unprecedented you know, would be um, maybe, you know, putting it lightly uh, when you have a lead actor, you know, the guy who the film is named after um, no longer be able to reprise the role due to, you know, a sudden, I, I mean, to, to everybody, a sudden death. Um, you not only have to finish the story that you started, you have to entirely rewrite it and you have to entirely rewrite it with a story with far bigger stakes, much heavier weight than what existed beforehand. You know, now instead of just the, first of all, the immense pressure of having to follow up one of the most successful movies of all time, of having to maintain its role as one of the biggest representations of black people in mainstream media, 
it now has to have the task of providing catharsis, you know, and tribute for the death of an internationally beloved human being in Chadwick Boseman, plus COVID, plus the many bouts of COVID, Omicron. Like this, the production began in this thing in June of 20, or 2020. This was before Chadwick even died. Or, or And then having to continue through several restarts of COVID. Plus Letitia Wright getting injured partway through. Plus Letitia Wright and COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus the daunting task of the tightness of the Marvel schedule and the domino effect of like, you know, having to make sure this this fits into place because this if this crumbles, everything else crumbles. I thought it was an absolutely incredible achievement what we ended up seeing on screen here. And I think, you know, maybe not as in in um not as like maybe grand as like Endgame or Infinity War, but to me as a feat of production, it to me is as every bit as as impressive. So those are some of our general thoughts. Now let's kind of hone in on, on some of the specifics here. And you can find the rest of this podcast over at postwrestlingcafe.com or again, if you're an Apple podcast listener, simply click on post wrestling and then look for the try free button to begin your one week free trial. We went on for, I think, another two hours talking about every single detail there is about this movie, how they handled the death of Chadwick Boseman, um, the importance of uh, representation as it relates to this franchise, the performance of Angela Bassett, the controversies surrounding Letitia Wright, as well as a, a whole lot of other things to do with Black Panther in the MCU. So stick around, join us, postwrestlingcafe.com.